way not to paint. Right into the point today, I guess. Um, stop trying to be everybody's friend. My name is Ryan Hammond. This is the Go Farther podcast, uh, which I've neglected a bit in times past, but I think it may become more regular as time goes on. But uh, today's episode, stop trying to be everybody's friend. Um, why and how? Uh, I can speak a little bit from experience because I have tried to be everybody's best friend. Or maybe not everybody's best friend, but everybody's good friend. You see, I think um, I think what's really happened in my own life um, praise God, he's merciful enough to show us these things. Um, but uh, I think a lot of times as Christians, we'll do this thing, or even if you're not a Christian, I'm sure you might try to do this, but my perspective being as a Christian, so I think as Christians especially, we try to be particularly moral, particularly quote-unquote righteous. We try to do the right thing. We try to, you know, what would Jesus do? Wouldn't Jesus be that person's friend? And then we're like, well, yeah, of course, and maybe it, maybe it's inconvenient for me, maybe it's, you know, going to take more of my time, but man, if I'm a Christian, if I love the Lord, I ought to be, you know, I ought to be being that person's friend, and you ought to be careful. Every time you hear the, you know, I ought to be, every time that comes into your head, be really careful, because it's usually coming from a place of you trying to fit a mold rather than you actually um, taking the Lord's lead, being a genuine Christian changed in your thinking and in your heart being led by the holy spirit and usually you trying to fit a mold which you know i mean we want to get there but do you, we really think we can fit into that mold ourselves i think we're better off letting the holy spirit help us there um but you know it's so easy to be like well wouldn't the lord want that and it's like you know we we sort of chide ourselves well if i love the lord i ought to do that or if i you know, want to be a good Christian, I ought to do that. Or, you know, of course I ought to be. Would Jesus want to be that person's friend? Well, of course he would. And, you know, he'd also be building, you know, homes for the poor in, in, in Venezuela where everything's going crazy. And he would also be, you know, um, serving in Africa right now. And he would also be, like, letting everyone live in his home. And he would also be giving all this money to this. And he'd be working overtime so he could give more money to, to different charities. And, and, like, suddenly, I think it can be really easy for us to... to uh, I don't know, try to live up to what we think Jesus would want us to do, but we don't actually ask him, we don't actually, like, see what he's leading us to, we don't actually remember that we're human and that we are not Jesus. Not that we're not to be like him, but that we are not him. We are not Christ himself. Um, otherwise, why would we need a savior? Why would we need God's help? Um, and so, we try to fit this mold. And it's a tempting mold, because we all want to be better, right? Um, and so, you can fall into that trap. And... Forget that you are not, in fact, God, and you are not capable of everything, and that if you try to do everything, if you try to fill every role, if you try to be everyone's friend, you try to do everything perfectly um, with good intentions, you will inevitably fail. And you will fail because um, you're not taking the Lord's lead. You're not actually letting him uh, help you. You're not actually letting him lead. You're not actually allowing yourself to be human in the sense that you're trying to be God for people. And you kind of take God out of the equation, stop listening to him, and you try to be what you think he wants to be, even if you have good intentions in it. And in the process, you kind of shove him out of your mind, you shove him out of your decision-making, and you go live as God. You go to live like Jesus. Um, the only problem is, is you never really took his hand to take him where you were going to go. You took something out of a well-meaning guilt, and you're trying to act like him, and that's noble. It's just stupid. And 
I know that because I have done that far too often. And so where does this come from? Why, why does this come together as uh, don't try to be everyone's friend? Because I'm guilty of it. Uh, there was this, uh, I don't know how much information I should give because I don't want to like rat anybody out, but when I was in college at a certain point in a year that will not be disclosed with a people and a group setting that will not be disclosed, I knew this group of people who were really welcoming and really friendly and they always, you know, wanted to be everybody's friend. They wanted to be like, yeah, come sit with us, come do this, come, yeah, 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 yeah. And one thing I ne one thing that I don't think they ever really picked up on was in their attempts to be so loving and Christ-like, and I think they were, they're sincere, they're good people, they, they really were trying to be loving, but in their attempts to welcome everybody, be everybody's friend, they actually neg neglected quite a few people. Some of the people they would invite to be with them and do things with them felt really, uh, I guess, just sidelined. They felt like an afterthought because there was this really, really nice group of people who were like, yeah, come hang out with us, come be friends with us, come sit with us and come do this with us at school and blah, 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 blah. And then like suddenly when they weren't, when that was like the extent of it, they kind of felt betrayed. They felt like um, maybe they were lied to or they felt like maybe they weren't good enough to get that attention. And I think what ended up happening is in their attempts to welcome everybody, they as any human does because being human means that you are inherently limited um they ended up realizing that they could not in fact hang out with everybody they couldn't in fact be friends with everybody not in the real sense of friendship um and beyond the surface invites and the well-meaning uh attempts to befriend these people uh, they couldn't offer them anything. And so these people felt hung out to dry, and they felt like they didn't matter, and they became quite PO'd. And uh, one of them, who's a friend of mine, I remember he was like super upset about this. And I remember talking to him, and I, only because I, I think I had been there before in the sense of trying to be everybody's friend, and I said, you know, dude, I think what happened is they, I think they meant well. They meant what they said to you when they said they wanted to be your friend. They're just finding out um, via their own limitations that they're not able to carry it out. So they're able to be friends with each other and be buddy-buddy with each other and hang out with each other, however big their group was. And that's really easy. It's really easy to, you know, do what's immediate and natural for you. But I think they've realized that they don't have the ability to be everybody's best friend because it, it takes a lot more than just attempting you know what I mean? It takes real bond forming. It takes real relationship. It takes actual investment in people. And you can only do that with so many people at once. And I think even though they bring these people in, that was the extent of it. They, they, they literally humanly could not invest in more people. It just is not possible. You're one person and you have 24 hours in a day and that's kind of it. And even though I think they tried to be this, we're not going to be like, you know, all these other stuck up people who are Christian and, you know, hypocritical and everything. And it's like, yeah, that's noble. I admire that spirit because I often embody that spirit. But what happens too often is you find you're not able to fulfill it. Or maybe you think you are fulfilling it, but really all you're doing is giving people surface level friendship. And it's because you can only be friends with so many people and you can only do so many things because there's only so many hours in the day and you are in fact not God. 
you yourself are not God. And I think the quicker you come to that realization, the quicker I come to that realization, and the quicker, the more free of a life and the more loving of a life we can actually live and give to people. And we can actually be real friends with people and invest in real people. And that we can begin to say no because it's okay. Yes, if someone comes up to you and they're like, dude, my day's falling apart. I don't know what to do. Yeah, talk to them. Don't ignore them. Don't be like, I've only got so much time. Sorry, man. Yeah, that'd be a little callous and not what I mean. But to say yes to everything means that we're ending up giving quite a few things, quite a small amount of our attention. And that's really unfair to the people that we want to quote unquote be friends with. So I think in the case of these people that this came to mind with is they were human. They can only do so much. And at the end of the day, when you're tired and you've got homework and you've got things to do and you've got work and you've got, you know, only so much mental energy, you know, you can't just will yourself into perfection. Um, I think you stop being able to put out the kind of friendly interest in these people that you've invited because... At a certain point, you'll have a stroke from so much overexertion. You know what I mean? Like, you ever just been in a social situation where, like, you know you're running on fumes? Like, that happened to me recently. I don't remember what it was. It might have been a family gathering or something or something at church. I, I, I don't remember. But I just remember thinking, like, I am running on empty here. And, uh, which is a great song by Jackson Brown, by the way. But, um, I'm running on empty here. And I am literally forcing everything that's coming out of my mouth. Like, I just want to go home and do something else or be with the people I'm closer with because that doesn't require as much energy. But I'm in a public setting and I am, you know, trying to not just sit in a corner and do nothing. So I'm putting out some energy. I just don't have any left. Right? So sometimes there's that. But, um, yeah, people get to that. We get to those places. And I think the whole point of that is we have to realize if we need an excuse on why we have to say no sometimes to good things and to possible good friendships is that when our attention is diverted one place, it'll inevitably, it will inevitably be taken from somewhere else. And I think that comes from the sort of the Mary and Martha thing where like, uh, you've got a sort of, you know, Mary, uh, Martha, you're focused on many things, but only one thing really matters. And Mary chose the better one and you didn't. You know, I don't think he was criticizing her in a mean way. I think he was like, look, you're, you're kind of missing the point. It's not helping you. You're stressing yourself out. Chill. And I think he's saying that to us too. Because sometimes there is only one thing that matters. And sometimes saying no is healthy because we have to let people grow on their own sometimes. <clears throat> and sometimes we have to say no and not fill a role that maybe we feel like we should fill and could do. Could, there's the word. Or ought to, there's the other word. We could feel we ought to do those things, quote-unquote. And things have to kind of take a course that we're not able to fill ourselves. Maybe God's trying to do something for someone else. Maybe somebody else needs to fill that role, but we're getting in the way because we think we got to be God to everybody. we got to fix everything. we got to do everything. And those are the people who have strokes, by the way. I talk about people having strokes a lot, and that's not really a joke because... <laughs> Too many people overexert themselves for so much of their lives. In in my experience, as someone who's tried to be so perfect and so good and so wise and so involved, and and they 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 do that. They push themselves. They convince themselves they should be doing this stuff. And I've done that too. And it pushes you to the mental end to where you're just like cynical at the end of the day because 
well, you're mad at God, but I mean, heck, it's us that's been pushing ourselves into these places, and we've been pushing God right out of the conversation because, you know, I mean, I'm trying to do the right thing though, but we disagree in our minds. We don't, we don't think God would want us to think like to say no. God doesn't want us to say no to people, except that He totally does, and. And it's all just very serious. That's the that's the point. Um, you gotta learn to say no. You you do. I I I am learning it. I've had to, and it's a really freeing thing, because if you do not, you will always be saying yes, and you may not be doing what it is that God wants you to do, because maybe He wants you to say yes to something else, and maybe just maybe those people will have to figure it out for themselves, and you'll have to realize that you can't micromanage and fix everything that comes. In your possible universe that comes into orbit for you maybe you can't decide everything for everybody you can't plan everything out you can't pre you know prepare for every eventuality that could happen with every situation maybe you can't do that and then you have to kind of realize like oh yeah i guess i was never god in the first place and that's a pretty awesome place to be because then you have to kind of let go of people and let them do what they're going to do and let god do what he's going to do and follow him and whatever that looks like and finally you know lay the heck down and go to sleep for once because you know you've gotten off the throne because it was never your throne in the first place and uh if a lot more christians did that at least the christians who always say yes to way too many things then i think maybe we'd have more real relationships we'd be better friends with maybe fewer people but those would be more meaningful and more life-giving and more uh opportune times to invest in people that really need it instead of just you know uh, you know just like throwing bits of water out of the end of a water bottle trying to fill it in each you know a bunch of people's cups from a distance thinking we'll you know give them enough water when really we need to go up to the person with a glass and pour right into the glass so that it actually fills up instead of just like opening up the bottle and just like you know spraying it back and forth hoping it gets in uh to the cups and uh yes i don't know that's my episode today um I know it's disjointed. That's just my style. I kind of don't care. I, I'm sure I'll iron it out eventually, but uh, this is what it is. So here I am. But uh, yeah, I hope you guys are doing well. Things are going well for me for the most part. Uh, step by step. But yeah, uh, say no. Say no to someone. Just see what happens. I guarantee it won't be the end of the world. Uh, and if it is, well, I guess that's why we learn. And I guess that's why, uh, you know, we're not the ones holding up the world to begin with. And uh, the more you learn how to say give an honest no as opposed to a uh, a slightly dishonest yes. Can you do this? Yeah! Like, I remember, okay, I'm not done yet. I remember in college, um, I don't remember what event it was, but right outside of the cafeteria in at, at uh, Mount Vernon where I went to school, there was like, there's always like a table for something to sign up with, for you to sign up with and help or whatever. And one of my somebody who's a friend of mine who I like, really like and really love and he's awesome. But like he's like, hey, what are you doing on this night? Because uh, it was I don't know some chapel event or something, and I was just like, uh, I can't. Which I meant literally because meaning I don't want to because I have other things I'd rather do. Which is the truth. It's not lying. And he and he was just like, okay, pull out your calendar. I like like what what literally are you doing in all those hours? And I literally said, you know, I'm just not gonna do it. Because it, what I told you is the truth. I can't do it in the sense that I'm not going to do it. I don't have to say yes to everything. Find somebody else. And 
even though that can seem a bit mean, well, no, we should be helping out. Oh, yeah, that, that, quite literally, I mean this literally, that dog can go to hell because that's where it belongs. It belongs to be burned up because it doesn't give us life. It doesn't, you know, show real love to people. It just says yes to please a guilty conscience or to try to be something that it can't be by itself. And um, so say no. Just learn to say no sometimes. You know how your body is. You know when you probably need to just say no. Just say no. See what happens. And if they get all mad at you, like, well, how could they just, oh, well, they can get over it. Some people have the IQ of room temperature, and that's just unfortunate that they can't think past those things. But, you know, who cares? You know, at the end of the day, like, it's your life. You can't live it for other people. Otherwise, you're living in a way too codependent manner, and that's not healthy. Anyway, it's been about 17 minutes. I should probably stop here. So, yeah, uh, if you get anything out of that, I hope that's good. Um... Yeah, my name is Ryan Hammond. This is the Go Farther podcast. And uh, take that and take a little step further into the future. How about that? Anyways, have a great night, guys. It is late and I am tired. Have a good one. Bye.